0: Is time travel moral? What are the repercussions of traveling to the past, or the future? What period in time would be the best to travel to? Find out on this episode of The Transcendental Club. Back to the Transcendental Club podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Nolan. I'm Ben. And today we're going to be talking about time travel. So, I guess we'll start off with: if time travel technology is ever achieved, should it be used? So, basically, is it moral to time travel? I can start that. I guess Um, I feel like I don't know. I think that
1: maybe immoral to a certain extent. Like I think a lot of it depends on like regulation. I feel like it'd become incredibly powerful if it was ever achieved. And I think that if, first of all, assuming that the government didn't keep it a secret, because I feel like that would be very possible, whichever, if like a country uh, figured it out, it would be kept pretty secret. But um, assuming that didn't happen, I feel like if certain people were able to do it and others weren't, I feel like that kind of would just give an insanely unfair advantage to certain people. Also, even if everyone could, I feel like it kind of just undermines the whole human experience. Because, like, if if you're able to make, like, you know, change any mistakes from your past, that kind of removes the whole learning process or, like, experiencing mistakes in the first place, which I think is important to humans.
0: Yeah, and so you took the root of, like, morality among, I guess, the civilization where time travel exists like before time travel is even used just in general whether it's moral or not to use in the regulations but what i was thinking about is like with time travel there's like the different ways people think of time travel but if you thought of it as it creating a branch timeline where it leaves one i guess the original timeline intact i'd say sure that's less moral or well sorry it's less immoral so it's slightly more moral but then that also raises the question is it moral to subject the people of the new timeline to the different future and so i guess that could be looked at different ways because it depends on what happens in the new timeline but then if you take the other route of if changing i guess even with the butterfly effect changing a the direction of which a even like a single blade of grass or leaf falls and that would change the future completely without a branch timeline then that would be like extremely immoral to use time travel because even just going back would change everything and that would be a huge issue i think
2: so i always take the perspective on this um in that an issue like this is the just a natural progression of evolution so i don't see it as being immoral in any way really Like, I take the same perspective for things like uh, gene editing and uh, CRISPR things, which is usually pretty controversial in the scientific community. I don't really see it as immoral because I feel like it's a way that humans can improve our ability to survive on the earth, which is the whole point of evolution, basically. Like, we developed a higher intelligence, which has allowed us to develop science, and we've advanced that science, and now we have tools at our disposal that could allow us to survive at an even greater rate and not subject us to things like illnesses and i think time travel obviously if it's used like commonly like everyone is using it then there's a lot more repercussions there but if we're just using it to correct events of the past that could have maybe sent humanity down a wrong direction like we're talking about the survival of our species i don't see how that's immoral i think that's just uh, natural selection basically that we're able to propagate the survival of the human race because we've developed a tool that allows us have a greater advantage uh than other organisms do on earth so i don't really see it as immoral personally
1: yeah i see what you're saying i feel like that would be kind of a slippery slope especially because like for instance if you were to go back to like a war or something and try to prevent that from occurring there's no saying like that obviously like nick was talking (laughs) with the butterfly effect that would greatly influence every event after that so it could be very likely that an equally terrible or even worse event could occur because the initial one didn't occur so i feel like that's a difficult that's a slippery slope to kind of just try to correct past events and assuming that it'll improve by not letting that event happen
2: yeah i see what you're saying i was really more referring to like if we're in a position where our species um is in a situation where we can't survive or we've had some sort of catastrophe i don't even think like just preventing a war would be really a moral way of using it because like you said you have a lot of repercussions there that you wouldn't really be able to predict. And I, in a way I sort of think like, that's our own fault and a war is never going to completely decimate the survival of humanity. Um, At least well, from what we've had so far, it wouldn't. So I think I agree. I agree with you that it's hard to say like in certain situations it would be moral and immoral, but I think when you get to a point where like we need to protect the survival of the human race, I think it's definitely moral to use it. And I don't think that would include like past wars or things like that.
0: Yeah, and actually, I I get what you're saying, Nolan, and I agree with that. That actually makes a lot of sense. Like, say we have a Mars civilization and Earth civilization, and there's, like, an asteroid that wipes out life on Earth, and people on Mars have the technology to go back in time to prevent that. That might be important because that could have wiped out the majority of the human population. But even that gets a little iffy, I guess, because that's another thing, like, if all those people died and then you have the people on mars who go through their lives and move on so then that would end up having the same kind of effect as for example going back to prevent a war so that one i i see what you're saying and i agree that that makes a lot more sense than most of them but then i guess it also comes down to what is a point in history that it needs to be fixed because people have different perspectives on the past so that also makes it tough because some people are going to say oh this needs to go be fixed and other people are going to say no no that makes sense that that happened that was good so then it's it gets really difficult to judge which what needs to be fixed and what doesn't
2: yeah i agree with you and obviously in a situation like historically, everyone has different perceptions of different situations and events, and we all place different values on things like certain issues are more important to us than others. But I think really the fundamental issue here is you have to consider whether changing something would be a net positive or a net negative. Like you were saying, Ben, say we go back and prevent World War Two from occurring. Yes, we have massive amounts of death that would be prevented, and we'd obviously all say that's a good thing. But then you are thinking about, is it fair to say that maybe there's someone who like uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like benefited from World War II, but in some way, something good happened to them in the following years that, un- even unrelated to World War II, but like you were saying with the butterfly effect, that if we go back, we could potentially be ruining the lives of other people by altering history. Um, so I think that's really the fundamental issue here: is that you have to worry about whether or not it's going to be a net positive. Like, yes, we could go back and prevent a large amount of violence from occurring, but you could be influencing the lives of other people. possibly ruining their chance at a good life so i think it's probably not moral in that context that you might be getting you might be destroying someone's life just to save a few others and you might not be having as much of a positive effect as you would think
1: yeah i would definitely agree with that kind of that you have to evaluate a situation and i don't know obviously we're all talking in hypotheticals here but if we had the ability to time travel we'd have also the ability to evaluate other outcomes but i feel like but with another example like the civil war sure a lot like a ton of people died in it but also it, it abolished slavery far faster than it would have been without it so i feel like a lot of these things that, you, that we consider like terrible or like very catastrophic moments in the human race also brought about massive good that couldn't have really been brought out otherwise like because otherwise you know the, the kind of tensions would continue to build if somehow we got out of doing that and some kind of diplomatic negotiation would have to occur that would keep slavery for much longer than it was already i think there's a lot of examples like that where yes you know tons of people died or similar examples but it was overall i think for the good of mankind
2: yeah and i was going to use a quote that i heard from someone he basically said i think everything about war is wonderful except the death and destruction and he was basically referring to like I think there is a lot of like beauty and like literature and art and like human struggle that does come out of war and i think that's just an interesting point here because you think of situations that we all consider to be like objectively bad we say like oh well obviously world war ii was horrible like you so said the civil civil war was horrible but like okay well then you don't have world war ii you don't have all the lessons we learned from it you don't have all the great writing like people like hemingway and all these other things And same with like, obviously, with the Civil War, you might still have slavery if you don't have the Civil War. So yes, it's obviously horrible that so many people died, but there are positives that come out of it. And I think that's kind of a profound statement on humanity as a whole that we sort of have, even in the worst events we can find, there's always good to be found. And it's just amazing that like the whole human story basically is there's so many trials and tribulations. And even when you look at something that seems objectively horrible, you can find a lot of beauty that comes out of it. So I think maybe that's where you would say time travel is a little immoral is that if you're going to go back and influence an event, you could be getting rid of things that are incredibly important to the development of humanity, and you didn't even know they existed. So I think it's definitely, like you said, a slippery slope there.
0: Just thinking of another example of similar to what Ben was saying about slavery being abolished with the Civil War. I mean, thinking about World War II, it was taking place after the Great Depression. And when the economy mobilized where everyone started contributing to the economy i mean there was a boom and for the years after there was just i mean the economy was really thriving in the united states so i i mean the war itself was horrible but the other effects like even side effects like that really really helped different nations and stuff so i mean it's there's good things and there's bad things to every single thing that ever happens
1: yeah, you can also use obviously like the cold war um obviously a lot of things like stockpiling nukes probably wasn't in the best interest of either country but both nations produced a ton more jobs in like engineering and technology sectors and obviously it boosted a lot of technology research in both countries you know nasa and cut uh, Was what is it what's the uh, russian one Cosma. i don't know whatever <laughs> their their space agency is um anyway so <laughs> Uh, so there were definitely, you know, I know we keep just naming more and more examples, but I think that just proves the validity of that statement that there's there's also a lot of good that comes from these, quote unquote, uh, catastrophes or travesties. Or...
2: Um, yeah, we can definitely move on soon, too. But I just kind of wanted to hit home the point I was saying before that, like, I think there's a lot of um, good in humanity that you sort of miss. And even in like horrible situations, like I was saying, and I think when you have something like time travel, I know I was saying before, like it sort of seems completely justified that humanity would use all the tools at at their disposal to survive. But I think part of being human is that we do like have all these past experiences and all these different events that we learn from as a society. And we have obviously our own different interpretations of it, but it's kind of all part of one big story. And I think that's the most dangerous part of it is that, yeah, let's go back and get rid of all the horrible things that happened. And like, you could even say like, okay, well, we'll get rid of the civil war, but that might mean slavery still exists. Like, okay, we'll we'll go back even further and get rid of slavery. But at the end of the day, one, you're probably creating more problems too, if you want to think about like the butterfly effect there. And two, I think it's just sort of, that's not really human to say like, let's get rid of everything bad. Because I think a lot of the suffering and struggle is a part of humanity. I think if you were to go back and say like, okay, well, we'll get rid of all of these situations, then you have eventually no struggles to learn from. And I think that human knowledge as a whole is basically going to be largely reduced by that because we erase any experiences of triumph and struggle that we could possibly learn from and improve as a civilization.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to shift this in a slightly different direction, but just still talking about the morality of it, I think, especially in our current society, that's, you know, very I guess you, I guess you could just say very capitalist heavy or capitalist influenced um it's it's certainly possible that you know with a lot of very wealthy individuals and very powerful individuals that if we were to develop time travel um a lot it could get in a lot of people's hands and I feel like a, a, a decently sized worry would be that people could always use it for like their own uh interests you know either like either within like the stock market or whatever or like you know business deals or anything like that so i feel like it would have to be highly regulated um if we were to use it at all honestly because it could very easily become a a weapon of destruction basically um if it got into the wrong hands or if it was used improperly
2: someone might have to time travel to prevent the existence of time travel and then they'll be stuck in the past forever. You never know.
0: Yeah, very true. If it's worth saving humanity, then maybe it's worth it. <laughs> nah, we'll see. But uh, just <laughs> just going Is it back worth to saving it, humanity? That'll be our next yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just quickly circling back to what Nolan was talking about about like eliminating struggles, which is one of the most human things about our species, is like. I guess you could also say that if we were to eliminate all struggles in history and there's a good chance that like, we won't even have the technology to time travel. So then that causes another issue, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but I guess we could, we've kind of talked about a little bit about the repercussions about traveling to the past. So I was, I, I guess we can actually move on to like the re- repercussions of time traveling to the future unless you guys have other things about the past that you want to talk about
2: <laughs> i actually think that's um i think time traveling to I don't, I don't know why i feel this too whenever talking about time travel anybody I feel like the tendency is to talk about changing the past um instead of thinking about the future and to me the future seems much more feasible to to say that we would time travel ahead and maybe bring technology back because to me that seems like you're not going to ruin the lives of anyone on earth right now by going forward into the future and, say, taking technology like that. You know, I was saying at the beginning, like, it's an evolutionary tool that we should be able to use um, in order to help our species survive. And I think that's way more justified than altering past events because I don't really – I mean, I'm sure there are repercussions that I'm ignoring, but I don't really see the harm. And you go – you're basically just speeding up humanity's timeline and getting our technology and our civilization improved, like, before we're in a position where we have to deal with a catastrophe. And I don't think that's, Mm -hmm. like – I think that's a completely different discussion than like going back to a race of war or something. I think it's uh, like, a lot more moral to say we're going to pull something from the future to help us right now because you're not going to really destroy the lives of anyone currently.
0: Right, but I guess you have to look at it as we're in the past for the people in the future. So who's to say that? Like for example, there's like the whole idea that every single moment in time exists simultaneously in way. I don't really know how to describe it other than that but it's just like the future the past and the present are all happening right now but we can't experience it because we're moving it's basically like we're just moving across the different I guess freeze frames of time and so like with that would bring in the issue of like oh so if we time travel then to that time period in the future then that means that our lives our period of time has already existed and that's the past now so then even if you were to say that the future didn't exist until you time traveled there that would mean that everything that happened before the future that you the point where you time traveled to would have to exist so then the past does ends up existing and so then traveling back would be the same thing as traveling back in time to the past like we were just talking about a few minutes ago so i guess that is kind of my general Initial thoughts on time traveling to the future and the repercussions of it.
1: Yeah, if you I I think that's what you're saying. It's it's very complicated. I, I get lost all the time in time travel. Um is that like if you were to go to the future and then come back, that future moment becomes the past, not the future. And um also on top of that, like just like the idea that if you if you go to the future to like take the technology i think that was your example Nolan, and then come back to the present that would obviously change the future because now that technology is in the entire timeline way earlier so that future that you went to is no longer the future that you'll return to yeah if I think, you like write out the time yeah
2: yeah I, I know what you're saying i think yeah you guys are sort of saying like the future is already determined to happen so say something good is going to happen to me in four years and my life's going to be forever changed Maybe time traveling to the future and bringing something back to right now is going to change that and is going to damage my life because then whatever was going to really benefit me isn't going to happen. And I get that you're saying that, but I sort of see it as like the future isn't determined yet. So I think, which I, don't know, I guess that's it's a hard topic. I guess that's not really fair to say because the future is determined if you're time traveling. But I think it's sort of like I look at it as more of there's a million different ways the future could occur. And you're time traveling forward to the one that's set to happen right now, and then you're just bringing something back to pick a different variation of the future. So like if you think of it like looking at one timeline, and there's a ton of different branches it can take, if you time travel into the future, you're not necessarily ruining the lives of people because it hasn't happened yet. You're just taking them down a different path, if that makes sense to you guys. It's a little complicated, but...
0: yeah. I am i just like trying to think about that. It's definitely a different take and it's an interesting take. It's just that these kind of things that when they're brought up it it takes a few seconds to actually process what the person's saying.
1: But Okay, wait. I have here oh
0: <laughs> no no. I, 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 have like, just...
1: I guess I have a moral question. In your case, Nolan, where you're you check out one future and then by, you know, altering or taking something back you revert to a new future. If that new future is categorically worse than the initial one, like either there's like a genocide that we didn't have in the first one or something. Do you think that person that time traveled is responsible for that genocide?
2: I don't think you can be held responsible if you don't know that you're going to cause something. Like, I guess, I don't know, you could say they behaved irresponsibly. Oh, sorry, I just want to kind of like try to use a metaphor for our listeners to show what I'm saying. Think of like, think of a, a railroad. So say the, tr- the train of time is on a railroad right now. And we're traveling in a straight direction. So instead, we time travel forward on that same railway and get a piece of technology, whatever, and bring it back to the current, the present. Basically, what you've done is you've diverted the railroad, the train down a different railroad track, right? Like they flip the switch and you go a different way. I don't think that what's ahead on the current railroad has already occurred. I just think we've taken a different set of tracks now. Now, I guess you could say, oh, well, that would have benefited someone more if we had taken the first one, but I don't think it's as morally corrupt as like ruining what's already happened to someone by traveling to the past. Does that, does that make sense to you guys?
0: Okay. I just take the same metaphor quickly. I'm going to say, as you move forward on the first train track, the further you go, the more train track has to be created for you to get to the future. So then as you go back to the, I guess the station of present time, you end up getting, you end up having to go back over the, uh, track of time that has been created in order for the future that you travel to to exist so then that kind of brings back the issue of traveling back in time to change the future which is bring back technology from the future to the past to oh change my the god future. this hurts okay i guess i'll add on to the metaphor
1: again with it's kind of the same argument <laughs> i made like right earlier now. but it's kind of the same argument i already... Or the same question I posed, but if, okay, if you go ahead on the railroad and you see that it lands in a nice city and you're like, oh, this would be a good future, but because you've gone to that city, now it changes the timeline and now you've switched and now the track switches and it goes off a bridge or like it falls into a ravine. Do <laughs> you, you think that's your fault for changing it because you've technically flipped the switch um cool
2: but like, if you're going to use that indirectly yeah but if you're going to use that metaphor you can s- apply the same thing to a world without time travel which is that like say i um decide i don't want to go to work this morning um and i stay home and skip work but if i had gone i would have driven to work in a certain way that prevented a car accident from occurring but i didn't go so now there's a five car pilot then i don't think that's your fault because you didn't say i'm going to cause a car crash today you just said I'm going to make this decision. Now I know it's obviously different than time travel, but I don't think, I don't think you can be held responsible for taking an action when you completely didn't know when, when it wasn't possible to know that it would have negative repercussions.
0: I was just going to say that, I guess that's kind of like a little bit different though, in my opinion, because if you have on your consciousness, say, you know what happens in the original future, I guess you could call it, whatever that means but the first future that you visit to you have it in your consciousness that it's a thriving city whatever you want to think of it as just thriving really almost utopian kind of society you have it on your consciousness that because you brought back the technology and say you still have memory of the future and the original timeline because that's kind of a another gray area of time travel but say you have knowledge of the original timeline and you know that you brought the technology back and because you brought the technology back, everyone's lives changed and then that led to some horrible event to occur in the new timeline. You knew that if you hadn't brought back that piece of technology, the original timeline would have avoided whatever that horrible event was. and So I guess that's the difference in your metaphor of not driving to work one day. In my opinion, but you could also be completely right, so I don't know. yeah, but I mean that's a, it's a huge question.
2: <laughs> yeah, that said though, you also could just say if I if I cause some horrible event to occur, I could just time travel back and prevent myself from doing whatever I did in the first place. So I could just go prevent myself from time traveling in the future. but <clears throat> hear me out here. So s- consider a situation where you could essentially have time travel where a person is a completely impartial observer to the future now there's a flaw in this but i'll get to that later so let's say the year is 2020 right now we invent time travel and we so then we wait we don't use it and we we set up like a zone basically where no person is ever going to be allowed to live so you know you're not going to influence society in any way right and then you time travel back to earlier in 2020 and you tell the people that invented time travel that that zone exists, so now they can travel to the future, in theory, if they go to the right place without influencing it. But also, that said, you can't you can't really create that without people knowing that it exists. If that makes sense, I I, I kind of went the wrong way with this post, trying to say that you could basically create a position where you could time travel to see what the future looks like and learn from it without actually changing it or without changing the past. But I think in that metaphor, it hinges on someone knowing that time travel exists, which automatically changed it. So I guess it didn't work as well as I thought it would, but.
0: No, I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I kind of thought of it as like, so the people who invent time travel, well say it's the government, because that would be the best way of getting the public to just avoid that area. <laughs> uh, you create like a, I guess the government creates an observation dome that's like completely uninhabited yeah that's what i was describing yeah and so like basically if the people who invent time travel in the government have that area they can travel to that spot in the future and while they're in it they're separated from the i guess the world around Mm -hmm. them in a way nothing can affect them say they have like invisibility cloaking so that (laughs) no one actually knows that like they're there because that would change things too But say that, like, you know, that actually kind of reminds me of my favorite idea. And I don't know if anyone's ever really, I mean, I'm sure people have thought of it before. But I guess I always was, when I was younger, I was always freaked out by, like, the paradoxes and stuff. So I always thought about, like, what if you could look back or in the future on time without actually traveling there? And I guess that kind of goes back or goes to the whole idea of going a few light years away and being able to see earth a few years before and same way we look at galaxies that made that existed at the like birth of the universe and the very first galaxies created but if i mean that would i i mean ideally that would be like the most the best way to go about with time travel is being able to i guess have like a projector project what's happening two thousand years ago and i know that's like basically impossible just like time travel is but i mean that's even more impossible <laughs> yeah you you so. articulated
2: exactly what i was trying to say it's like you said like an observation dome I was saying basically you could have a completely isolated place where you could time travel to and observe the future from there and learn from it and bring it back to the past without corrupting the timeline basically but like i was saying that's sort of you get into issues of like someone's gonna see the dome and be like what's in the dome etc which automatically influences society even if they don't know time travel exists that still somehow influences the world based on the logic we're using. But yeah, so you articulated it. Awesome. What I was kind of trying to get at earlier is like, we were saying if you have like such an observation dome or something, um, since we were using the butterfly effect effect logic that basically if you're involved in the world in any way, you're automatically influencing things. I think even just the existence of such an like impartial observatory of some sort even it just existing automatically somehow corrupts the timeline and it's sort of like if you think of like the measurement problem like in quantum mechanics so like as soon as you're like performing a measurement and observing society you're automatically influencing society and changing it in some way so that's sort of paradoxical but like it really like i I guess we were looking for a loophole that we doesn't really work if we use the same logic of like influencing the world just by being in it basically
0: i say i say we got pretty
2: close though yeah i know we almost had a loophole we were very very close but
1: <laughs> yeah I, I even not like even obviously you can go the very like scientific route like the fact that another object is there it influences like air density and that <laughs> causes wind or whatever and, anyway but besides that even just the fact that like another like something else is there i think that influences you know like the total like just the timeline in general because you have like more mass there you know it's just like just like if you imagine just like that the timeline is um like it is influenced by like just everything that's there and so it like scans right the fact that you then go to the future then when it scans there's extra stuff there and it like alter it alters it even if like no one else knows or is influenced personally by it i think i don't know it's really
0: theoretical and weird yeah so yeah it's the type four civilization has a scanner that scans every single <laughs> molecule and every single mm-hmm. particle in the universe just to make sure that it's not there else they get upset and then they screw with your timeline yeah. and then they
2: shut down tiktok um. to punish us
0: <laughs> sorry that was i got a little excited by that
2: one very exciting stuff
0: If you would like to show the transcendental club podcast some support consider following us on social media we are at podcast transcend on twitter and at transcendental club on instagram feel free to tweet at us or leave comments about your own thoughts as well as suggestions for future discussion topics also be sure to subscribe to us on whatever platform you are listening to and head over to apple podcasts to leave us a review thank you so much for tuning into the transcendental club (laughs)
2: yeah yeah (laughs) all right so uh next question we're going to talk about is okay barring ignoring all repercussions now we already got way too theoretical with that stuff so now (laughs) we'll just say that we
1: just spent last 40 minutes talking about
0: you can't get any less theoretical with time travel to be fair
2: so let's (laughs) pretend that you can just time travel and do whatever you want and you're not going to make anything bad happen what do you think would be the best way to change the world by time traveling
1: is our goal to change the world or just to go wherever we want?
2: Uh, the world's your For oyster. You can freezer. you can do whatever you want and be selfish, <laughs> or you can actually help people.
1: But I mean, are you sure that helping people is the best way to like be useful?
2: I don't know. Is it?
1: I don't know. That's your. That's. I would probably point. go to the future.
2: I didn't. That's, yeah, you can go to the future. Yeah. I welcome it.
1: And like to make sure that we're still here, maybe.
0: Sure. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably go eat dinner, thing, but yeah. No. <laughs> um i'll be in the future I have, a, I have a few answers for this one so you guys can like interrupt you can only you answers. can only choose one all right
2: give what? us one to start
0: <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking i'll go with one you guys go and i'll give another okay one. Okay, okay so it gets uh, two for every one of ours i guess oh geez this is hard i have like four um Just i guess four clones or three clones <laughs> true uh i guess send uh shoot one of the ones that i think would be like i guess beneficial to everyone would i would want to go back to like the library of alexandria burnt down and like that we only have like one third or something of all the scripts that were in there and a lot of the other ones that burnt down were scientific and historical ones so if we had those texts still we would have like a greater knowledge of i guess our human history and maybe our science would have progressed a lot faster and we would have been a lot more advanced now so i mean that that is kind of like my very first one that came up i mean i also see a lot of history memes on instagram and stuff that talks about the burning of alexandria so maybe i'm hyping up a little bit too much but <laughs> wait i have a question didn't yeah. they find the other two-thirds in national treasure
2: oh yes i think that, that's the next movie that didn't happen that happens in the future um, <laughs> where I thought
1: it was, did they find it in that, like, you know, the underground thing where they, like, lit it, and there was all that, like, sphinxes and all those things? I swear that a library... Oh, is oh a yeah, I know what you're anyway. talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, in, like, that right. was in, like, Boston. So...
1: Nick, you wasted your go. You wasted yeah, it. Yeah, Nickla- Nicholas here. Cage is right, way right.
2: ahead of you. Okay, you've missed your chance, so now I'm going to take oh, my chance. Oh, you're right, you're
0: right, you're right. Yeah, I just looked it up. It's in National Treasure. That yeah, Nicholas Cage is already ahead of you. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. It's because we share the same name. All Nicks are superior. Right. That's
2: true. All right. So I'm going to give it a go here. So I always say that basically, the best thing you could do is to enhance scientific progress, basically. So you could do that by time traveling to the past or the future. Um, So I guess this is like kind of a basic answer. But like I was saying before, you could time travel to the future x number of years, and find technology from there and bring it back to the present, or you could bring it back to the past. And basically, you could advance the timeline of humans, the human understanding of the world. So like, for example, I could take whatever the foundations of modern physics and bring them back to like, Aristotle, or like, I mean, that would be farther, but like, maybe like Isaac Newton or something, because you do run into problems with like, are you going to bring something back to the past that would be completely incomprehensive? Like, for example, if, say you took someone from 5000 years in the future from now, if you brought that that back their technology to us right now, I don't think we would be able to use it very well. Um, but so you obviously have an issue with that. So I think there's probably like a margin of say 200 or 300 years in either direction where you could say, go 300 years into the future and bring their technology back to the present, or you could go 300 years to the past and bring your current technology and science to them. Um, and I think that would be the best way to help the earth is basically to, uh, like fast track humanity's uh, progress towards like a fundamental understanding of all science.
1: Hmm. I, yeah, I'll take that one. I'll, yeah. I'll leech off of no though. It's just like you kind of, you, you make, you make use of the fact that you'll alter the timeline.
2: Yeah. I mean, pretending, yeah, right. Pretending I don't alter the timeline by like doing that, but well, no, I guess, yeah, no, I guess you're, yeah, no, you're you, right. You yeah. I yeah. I mean, I guess that would obviously alter things and you would go back in time and you would basically Improve modern science by bringing modern science backwards. So yeah, I guess I guess I am altering the timeline, yeah. um, but that's okay in this case. So. Although
1: I guess the other argument is if time isn't a constraint, there's no reason to fast track it.
2: That's true. Like but... obviously
1: we live in a world where time is a constraint, but all you're really doing there is if you travel, I don't know what time, I don't know, did you say like two thousand years before? All you're doing is just shifting the entire science technology spectrum just back two thousand years. But obviously, you can live in the world where time does matter. So I guess that's, that could work.
2: You could also, though, um, I mean, you could, here's, a, I'll give you another way that you could potentially advance science. Say you were to time travel, and I was going to use the example of the universe, but I'll do that a second. Like Say you were to time travel um, f- uh, a million years into the past. So you find whatever life forms there are, and you study them, and you bring them back to modern times like you will not bring the life forms back physically but bring back your findings and you and we Jurassic all, park yeah, time travel yeah mission. i'm not gonna bring back like whatever like a 40 million year old like ant or something but you know um so then we interpret yeah. it now and you could basically since you like you said ben time isn't a constraint you could basically walk your way back to finding like the last universal common ancestor and you could just for that example, like you could basically figure out all of evolution by watching it play out by time travel, basically, which is pretty interesting. I think and I was going to say you could even do that for like the formation of the universe, basically. Except you'd probably not um, survive if you were to go back to like the Big Bang. I don't think that's a suitable environment for.
0: That was one. That was one of my other ones that I had. I I had I actually had written down. Uh, I would want to be able to witness the birth of the universe. <laughs> and I wrote in parentheses, ignoring all issues with that, obviously. But I feel like that I'm just interrupting you here now, but just that that would be so much more beneficial to like our science and understanding of the universe. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I do think about that a lot. Like I say, it would be, it'd be really cool if we could go back and like photograph um, whatever the Big Bang, I guess. But yeah, I don't really know what kind of rules we're playing with here that I don't think you would survive if you were to just go (laughs) hang out there for a while. It's probably not a semi-tropical climate. Um, But who knows? I mean, it's our time. It's our time machine. So we can do Um, what we want. I've been there.
0: It's not too bad. (laughs) I guess my, my last one that I actually have, it's, it's more of like a selfish one i i bet you guys would actually agree with me that this would be so cool to be able to go back and say you had like unlimited stops i mean i'm kind of breaking the one place that i would go you're doing so many i know i am but i have so (laughs) many good ones but it's like say you have like an infinite number of stops and each and say you also have like a universal translator where people can understand you and you can understand them i would want to go back in time to each like ancestor i've had throughout history and like like for example i could probably end up meeting my ancestor in ancient rome because i have i'm mostly italian so that then i would like be able to enter encounter like i don't know maybe i had like a gladiator ancestor or something which would be pretty cool but it's like even being able to like say (laughs) say you had like a way of communicating with your ancestor who was uh like a neolithic or paleolithic person who's like not even really that civilized but being able to communicate with the person who you're directly descended from would be just so so cool
2: yeah i always like to say um i think one thing you could do is essentially this is not very feasible um but hear me out like if you were to go back to like neolithic times or something say you could even like sooner you could maybe like prevent certain events from happening that had like really influential Like occurrences throughout or repercussions throughout human history. Because, say, you were to go back to like when there were only whatever 30,000 humans on the earth, and you could basically go back to like the first murder or something and prevent that from happening. And you could, I mean, this is a little wishful thinking, but you might be able to prevent like a lot of war, at least for like thousands of years, you know. So, I think the further back you go, the more you can corrupt the timeline basically and shift things in a given direction. Now, obviously, that's like a pretty risky game. Like, I don't really want to play russian roulette with human history um but also i think it's i mean it is possible in some way that you could like prevent a lot of like death and destruction from happening just by going back earlier and preventing it from happening in the first place
0: i mean we we did say we were avoiding all repercussions in this question yeah. <laughs> but now that actually just like made me think of like you said when there were thirty thousand humans on earth and like say you did go back and you stopped the first murder or whatever you said mm-hmm. You just, like, created... Well, theoretically, you just created, like, millions of lives in the future by saving one of the 30,000 people because the more, the further you go down in, like, a family tree, the more people there are. So you, <laughs> that would just get extremely messy because you just created, I don't know, a few million people.
2: Yeah, it's going to look very strange when a bunch of random people just appear in the future because I traveled time and prevented all of the death in human history... So I think, what, like, something like a billion people have been killed in war, so I guess add a billion to the Earth right now, um, and we'd probably be in a pretty interesting position. But we'll ignore it's that anti-Thanos. part for our little hypothetical discussion.
0: You just pulled an anti-Thanos.
2: Oh, wow, that's true. <laughs> well, maybe I'm destroying the Earth then. But that is an interesting point. Oh. Like, if you want to say you do run into, like, issues with that, like, carrying capacity issues, like, you know, we've talked about this before, but, like, you... um. Like say you even you did do something like preventing World War Two or something, like you have millions of people and their lives are being saved, which is great, except then those millions of people are gonna be having more children. So you've created millions and millions of people, and the world population is probably I mean, close to a billion higher than it is right now. So you might be <laughs> you might be fast tracking humanity towards its doom even, which is kind of a scary thing to think about. Um oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, maybe we just shouldn't time travel. I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that's probably a good decision. I mean, I don't know. And then there I mean, there's like even other <laughs> things just being able to, like what you were talking about bring back species from prehistoric times just like there's all the different theories and like confusion about what dinosaurs exactly looked like. I mean, every single thing that we have is just like a, an artist rendition. So like that would just being able to travel to the past and i guess observe without having any effects anything change you would just have a a greater knowledge and less confusion in your uh, modern society in the present so i mean like yeah i'd carry back a megalodon
2: well actually though let's think about this though so (laughs) hear me out so what the dinosaurs got wiped out by an asteroid 65 million years ago but they had obviously already evolved a lot in that time. So, And the only reason humans were able to evolve was because, because of the dinosaurs getting wiped out, basically, is that mammals and others, well, I don't know if they were mammals at the time, but you know what I mean, they were able to survive. But if you think about that, you could have, say you were to, I don't know, you had some technology where you could prevent the asteroid from hitting the Earth. Um, you could essentially wipe out humanity, but you could just create... Or you could make it so that the dinosaurs would be the only like species that exist. And I imagine they would have developed a similar intelligence if they were given like so much more time than humans had to evolve. So I think you could basically completely change the course of the history of the universe, which is pretty interesting.
0: So what you're saying is you want to see what species would evolve next if you wiped out all of humanity. That's what you're saying. Well,
2: I'm basically saying that they already had a high <laughs> they had a high level of complexity and because they were, had existed for longer so then if you give them even more time to exist like it would be humanity right now but if we were like 100 million years further along in our evolution which is a pretty cool thought
0: the answer to the question is octopi it's definitely yeah they are pretty scary okay so can i ask a, a weird question today? sure I'm or is that a question
1: questions. It just like really it's hurting my mind if we if we know that time travel will exist in the future can't we almost ensure that we've already been altered?
2: Um, I mean Well no, because we would have noticed, right? If someone time traveled, that's not it's...
0: true because if if someone changed our past, we wouldn't necessarily know that yeah, our, we wouldn't our know past is our new past. But I guess I guess my Like issue how do we know that, that like, the
1: fact that the di- maybe the dinosaurs weren't actually hit by an asteroid. Someone went back in time to say hi to them and they accidentally screwed them all over and then <laughs> they just said, Oh yeah, they got hit by an asteroid in parentheses, er uh well because they uh in quotations uh, because they didn't want to own
0: up to the fact that they just killed well them then the rise.
2: yucatan peninsula wouldn't exist so i think your argument's a yeah. little bit flawed
0: well what if they were just like superhuman and they like just landed there
2: okay. By accident? okay so that's actually... a bad example
0: but my actual question remains is that like
1: you think that it's possible for the human race to go extinct if we know for a fact that time travel would eventually exist
0: Well, I would make the argument that we don't know exactly how time travel works right now. So everything that we could have said in this episode could have been completely wrong. So we don't actually know if anything could really be changed like that. I mean, for all we know, that traveling in time is going just as an observational thing. And when we, our bodies and energy move to a different period of time, we exist more as a This kind of goes (laughs) into even more hypotheticals, but, I mean, that's what time travel is. Our body just becomes more of, like, a spirit observational thing in the other time period. Maybe that's the way that we figured out how time travel is by sending our consciousness and energy back in time so we exist as a ghost just observing, and we can return to our bodies in whatever way that would work.
2: Well, yeah, what I was going to ask you is basically, do you think think we'll ever have... I mean, we probably should have done something at the beginning, but do you think we ever will have time travel? Like, do you think it's possible? Do you think it's yeah, possible? If
0: we all say no right now, and I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's been 45 minutes <laughs> yeah. wasted. I mean, I I think if there is a way of doing it, I don't think we know how to right now. So I think there's a lot to be learned yeah, before well, yeah. we could actually uh, yeah, do Yeah, I was going to right argue out.
2: that our perception of time is warped in and of itself. Think about how elementary our perception of time is. Like I was saying the other day, you know how sometimes like you – can sort of trick yourself into thinking a period of time is shorter based on how you describe it like if you say something like three thousand seconds it seems like longer or shorter than like whatever however many minutes it is like that's a pretty awful evolutionary trait by humans the fact that we can just switch a number basically and say like oh well that now it now it seems like less time so already our perception of time is pretty messed up so i think that the notion that oh like time travel wouldn't be possible because time doesn't work that way like we barely understand time we don't understand the arrow of time we don't understand like i mean relativity is what like i think what 70 years old now or something basically a little more like for all of human history we've basically had a warped understanding of time i think that to say time travel isn't possible is a pretty naive statement because no pun intended what's that
1: you said warped
2: oh yes well yeah i think yeah i think it's pretty it's pretty naive to say that like, oh, time travel is impossible because we barely understand what time is right now or how it works. So to say that we wouldn't be able to move through it in a different direction. And actually to give you a plug, I was reading that um, in certain like quantum computers, they can basically um reverse a quantum system. So it's, it's a little like more complicated, I guess, but it's like you have two like qubits and it's basically that they can reverse the action of a system. So like they would describe it as sort of like reassembling a broken teapot which is kind of interesting because they basically did time travel in a way, like they reassembled a system that had already gone through a certain progression. Now I know it's not time travel like we're talking about it, but it is interesting to see that like we can basically reverse the entropy of a system, which is what the arrow of time is. Is that entropy always um, increases? And so I think that was pretty interesting, and it showed that sort of like our understanding of time and how the universe works is pretty loose and not great. So I think it's a little bit ridiculous to say that time travel wouldn't be possible.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's certainly a ton of unknowns there, but like I don't know, it's based heavily in like just like imagination and like science fiction right now. Obviously, like for example, you know, we know for a fact that time is only constant in the third dimension and we have you know, theories of higher dimensions. We obviously don't can't prove higher dimensions yet um so we know that time can possibly be manipulated and we know of like you know black holes and other things that manipulate time and uh time and space obviously but i think it's definitely a reach at this point to be confident in anything in the future especially because our physics is so lacking in that uh, arena
2: yeah and i think time travel definitely i think if we do achieve something along those lines it will look nothing like what we're talking about in this episode we won't be jumping in a booth and like disappearing and then reappearing in like a market in 1823 or something i don't think that's how it will work at all i think that's a pretty that's sort of just our way of like understanding and like the euclidean like 3d space time that we like know and love because it's easy for us because we've evolved that way i think it's definitely going to be something beyond our normal comprehension that we're going to have to really like sit down and figure out how much it distorts our perception of reality i don't think it's going to look like anything we've ever seen before
0: If there is a future where I can have my own TARDIS, I will gladly accept that future. You guys probably don't watch Doctor Who, do you?
1: I don't know what a TARDIS is. Oh, is that the thing that... Is that the the phone thing? Oh, so you
2: said a TARDIS. So I was like, I think you can buy them, but... (laughs) (laughs) Alright.
0: No, 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 TARDIS. But, wow, that's... I've been watching that show since I was like three. So, well, I think
2: we can all agree we need a Christopher Nolan time travel movie.
0: True. At some point. So, I'll petition. We, well, him. we are. We already have. We already have a dream. Inception with Inception. We have. He did Interstellar, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Interstellar, which was kind of time travel in a way, but not exactly. That was more it like was
2: yeah, like, like Einstein, like twin paradox stuff, right? Like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't call that time travel. It's just time annoying us and like shifting our age
0: and then we have tenet which is kind of reversing time but also moving forward in it Mm -hmm. which is cool but that i wouldn't call that time travel either so i think we need like a real christopher nolan one because if anyone could do like a really insane time travel movie that actually has like some ability of making sense with what we know right now it would be christopher nolan well that's
2: what's kind of funny is
0: relativity do we think relativity is just time travel to a certain extent
2: Okay, so, sorry, this is going to be a little choppy because my Wi-Fi cut out, so we had some technical issues. But basically what I was saying is that I think relativity is our best representation of time in like our own Euclidean 3D space um, based on like classical mechanics in the world we live in. But I think that it's kind of ridiculous to say that like, oh, well, we could or couldn't have time travel right now because like you were saying, Nick, we don't even know what time travel is really. Like you are saying like, oh, well, would that be considered time travel? I think A, it would be something that we would be completely unrecognizable to us. It wouldn't be like getting in a car and driving into the past or something. So sorry, Michael J. Fox, but it doesn't work like that, I don't think. And I think it would be, additionally, it would be something like sort of up for debate. Like we have to figure out what time is and what time travel would mean to us because I don't think there's really a strict definition for either of those terms yet.
0: Very insightful point, Nolan. Thank
2: you. Yes, yes, I would agree. All right, uh, do you guys have anything else to add or do you want to wrap up?
0: No, I'm done. I'm done. I, I mean, I have like a million other places I'd yeah. want to travel to, but I'm All not want right.
2: to. Yeah, well, we don't want to kill it. people with this episode, so uh, we can revisit it in the future if we need to.
0: Or time travel.
2: Yep. All right, so thank you for tuning into the Transcendental <laughs> Club podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode about time travel. Hopefully, it wasn't too heavy for you. I know we got a little bit crazy for a minute there, but we had fun with it, so please tune into the next episode and uh, see you in the future.
0: Oh... I get it. That was so cool.